Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. When I went to his house that one time in now 95th Street, he riding scooters through the house, like, you know, to push scooters. No, wait, I think it was a motor on them. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was a motor. So he, he riding, doing that, and getting in front of the camera, rapping, and I was like, yo, he the one. That's when I, that's when I was like, he the one. Wow. And then, like I say, when he when I heard the ace it is, I called him, and I'm like, I got to get to New York. And luckily, I got carjacked. So In, in Chicago? In Chicago. Because <laughs> I had just bought a condo. That's how, you know, when you have homeowner's insurance, if you get carjacked, whatever's in your car, they, they reimburse you. Right. So when they reimbursed me for what was in my car, um, I took that money and moved to New York. Wow. So, yeah. so Kanye being out here. You came out to continue filming and documenting Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what was next? But then, you know, Kanye had the car accident. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Uh, yeah. Everybody tuning in, you invited, you invited. No matter what mood you in, get excited, get excited. Everybody love the music, let me tell you how they do it. Whether writer or an agent, let me tell you how they made it. You are now talking to a silent giant. Wanna walk in their shoes, silent giants. Wanna study they move, silent giants. Wanna know what they do, silent giants. Silent giants, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the Silent Giants Podcast, a podcast highlighting the superstars behind your favorite superstars in creative industries. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. To keep up with the latest on the show, be sure to follow us on Instagram at, at Silent Giants Podcast. Also, to keep up with my life, music, and more, be sure to follow me as well at, at Corey Cambridge. I'd like to introduce you guys to today's Silent Giant filmmaker, Cootie Simmons. In this episode, Cootie shares a story of growing up in Chicago breaking in the comedy, and the making of Kanye West's groundbreaking video from Through the Wire. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to filmmaker, silent giant, and my friend, Cootie Simmons. What's up, my man? How are you doing, Cootie? Man, I'm great. You're from Chicago. Born and raised. Uh, yeah. We're in Chicago. Southside. Called the Wild Hunnets. So, the Wild Hunnets. Yeah, the Wild. They call it the Wild Wild. Oh, amen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I love Chicago. I was out there. Uh, actually, I was there for the first time. What a dope city. And so how'd you get into, uh, into film? Well, uh, um, in high school, I started uh, doing this, this class called Radio TV. And uh, this guy, Terry Davis, he was, the, um, he was the teacher, but he used to do after school, too. So when I was in grammar school, my sister was taking Radio TV. And my mom, when she went after school, would send me to more so like cock block, I guess you want to okay. <laughs> like just make sure nobody was messing with her. So I'd just be there, the, you know, the, the annoying brother. But I was learning a lot and I was seeing a lot. So when I went to the same school, which was uh, Percy L. Julian High School, I started, um, started filming. I mean, I started with radio TV from freshman. Matter of fact, my freshman orientation, I was behind the camera wow. at my orientation. <laughs> yeah. What? 
And so, so filming the show. Yeah, yeah, filming the, the orientation. So, like, I already went to the school, so I felt good. And then, long story short, I we was, you know, doing commercials and videos. We were playing in the, in the lunchroom. But I wasn't the main person because I was young. And then I just got into more, like, clowning around. So I started hosting the talent shows and the teacher's talent show. And I was, like, the youngest that I believe um, to start. I started my sophomore year hosting. Okay. And usually had to be a freshman. So sophomore, junior year, then senior year, you know, I, that's why I understand how I didn't win most popular. I mean, I think those things are a blessing now. I think you're most popular yeah. now. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. But, they, you know, <laughs> they was hating on me. But then, I, you know, so I did that. And then from there, you know, we would – see, I wasn't, I wasn't really good at school. You know what I mean? Like, we would cut class. We would kick it. We used to fight. I mean, it was crazy in my school. We had a club called K5K. And we used to fight the U5 dogs and the bras. And, and it was like, you know, they were supposed to be like a club, you know, like a, fraser- a fraternity. Yeah. Turned into a gang. <laughs> we, we, we was gay, but we had, we had the GDs on our side, luckily, in the neighborhood. <laughs> but no. That so but that funny. was my life, though. And then, um, and then I went to college, got kicked out the first, first uh, year I went. Did you always know that you wanted to go to college? No, it was this girl I liked, and I'm like, dang. She told me she was going to this one school. I was like, I'm going yeah. to that school. Wow. Okay, what, what school? It was Northern Illinois University. Uh, is that uh, out of Chicago? Yeah, uh, in, in Illinois. Yeah, it's in Illinois, but okay. it's further off in DeKalb, and Illinois. Did, what did you, uh, you study? I studied. I mean, I went in for mass communications, you know, thinking I would be doing radio, TV type, but, you know, the camera, but it was, you know, you had to go through all them other classes and... You know, I wasn't <laughs> biology. Dude, I was. I wasn't. School wasn't for me. You know what I mean. And the only thing I learned in college was how to play spades and how to fry chicken. But you know, like everything happened for a reason. So, so long story short, I did comedy at school. I I'll be on the bus and I'll be like telling jokes on the bus, killing them. And then when I when I posted, I was telling jokes the whole time and killing them on that. So. When this guy, uh, B. Cole, started doing comedy, and then I was cool also with Dion Cole, but he didn't go to my school. But B. Cole went. When I seen them doing it, and I was cool with them, I'm like, damn, I'm just as funny as them. And I'm used to used to crowds. So my boy is like, go to the open mic. Go to the open mic. So it was an open mic at the Cotton Club that Bernie Mac was hosting. Okay. So I'm like, bet I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. So I came up with these jokes, and I went. And Bernie Mac on stage right now. This is like a cotton club was like filled with like a Michael Jordan, a Pippin, or you know the biggest dope dealer on the West Side. You know what I mean? That was the type of crowd that was in there. Right. And as soon as you walk through the door, the stage was right when you walk through the door. So a lot of times you came in with some bogus or Bernie Mac or Dion, whoever was on stage would light you up. Right. So I went and I'm like, bet I can't wait. So. This one dude got up before me and bombed, right? And he just like just got nervous and just <laughs> walked off the walked off the uh, stage. And I'm sitting back like, dang, that's crazy. So Bernie Mac went up there like, man, you don't get off the stage when you you get, you keep doing your comedy and you, you know. He just snapped on him, but he gave me all the motivation I needed to go up. And Bernie Mac called me up, and I went up there and, and rocked him. You know what I'm saying? My first time ever. Bernie Mac brought me up and. 
Bernie Mac was like my mentor. He used to talk to me for hours about what I need to do. And, and Jimmy Spinks brought me into his acting class and taught me how to act. So for seven years, professional, BET Comic View, two seasons. Wow. Um, yeah, traveled the world doing comedy. And so it so went from, from college to comedy. College to comedy. College to comedy. Com- comedy to this show I had called Channel Zero in Chicago. It was a public access show. Um, the show Channel Zero that we started, my boy Danny Swords was like, Cootie, I want to, I got this camera, let's go outside of concerts and interview people about the concert, about the artists, and, you know, we just make it raw uncut. And I'm like, right, but I said, forget just doing outside, let's go, let's, let's go inside too. And of course, we ain't had no credentials, so we used to have to sneak in the spot. So we just sneak in the concert, get with the artists. I remember Buster Rhymes played us so ugly. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we aired that episode. <laughs> so, how, how did Buster play you? We was asking for the interview. They was, you know, whatever. They ain't know us. And and then we like, okay, we're just going to wait for them to come out outside the dressing room. They interview them. We was on some paparazzi then. <laughs> he came out. We like, yo, Bus, what's up, man? You know, hey, man, Channel Zero, man, we raw on cut. What's good, man? You know, he like, man, how y'all just going to be outside that dressing room? You never know what I came out with. You know, you don't know nothing, man. Don't be, you know, he just told us what to do. He was really schooling us more than, <laughs> more than dissing us. But but uh, Kanye used to want to be on on Channel Zero. So was Channel Zero like a platform for artists to, you know, be seen or be heard? Or was it more of like an entertainment more entertainment, but that was a way. But you know, it's public access, so you know, it kind of is what you what you want. Yeah, whoever okay. watching, but people loved it. We used to test it out at Mellow Swing Barbershop, which a lot happened in Mellow Swing. Mellow Swing started off as No ID. Um, it was his studio, so okay. him and Common, all of them used to be up there before it was called Mellow Swing. So the, the group, it was a group called Mellow Swing, Dave and Brennan, and they had the shop. I mean, uh, um, no idea at the studio. So I would go up there with them. My boy Franco, we'd kick it. Kanye used to try to come kick it with us. You know, it's only a couple of times with me where I seen Kanye trying to come and he wasn't able, he wasn't that welcome at the time. But you know, he was a kid. We was older. And uh, long story short, Dave and them bought that studio and made it a barbershop, which was called Mellow Swing. And that's when Iben, who still cut Kanye hair to this day, was working and bunch of people and we had then he then from that studio he he opened up a store uh the shop across the street which was huge so we had our channel zero studio on the top and everybody cut at the bottom but that's when Kanye would you know Kanye would come through he lived right down the street he had come through playing beats and I'm like yo these beats are crazy and then I wind up going to his house one day with uh with my man uh payroll and my boy Jason at the time we over there and my man, I was like, this dude right here is serious. You know, Kanye was getting in front of the mic. He was rapping. I'm like, this the dude I need to be filming. And I had just seen Hoop Dream, so I'm like, man, I'm going to do oh, Hoop great, Dreams. Oh, great, man, great, great. Man, Hoop Dream, yeah. Great doc. If people don't know about Hoop Dreams, check it out. But that they inspired me, like, I'm going to do a Hoop Dreams on Kanye. And, of course, you know, I was filming him here and there. It wasn't like a day-to-day until, until he moved to New York. Right, he moved. I'm like, dang, and I'm like, timeline wise, like, what what year did you meet uh, meet Kanye? Probably like ninety five, maybe ninety four, ninety five. Oh wow, long, long, long yeah, time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you remember the first time, first time meeting him? 
when I met him. Yeah, for the first time, do you remember? Yeah. Um, kind of. I remember, like like I said, I remember being like at No ID spot or something, and he trying to come, you know, deal with them, and we'll be around, and I just remember hearing his name. Like, I'm like, who? What? How you say his name? You know, I ain't even, nobody knew how to say his name like that at the time, but, um, but then when he would come to the barbershop, that's when I kind of like got to meet him and know him at the time. Not really know him, but meet him. And I remember he played the Ace to the Izzo, the joint he gave to Jay Z. Uh, oh, I've and heard I was of like, that. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, like you know, I love Michael Jackson. So when I heard that, long story short, when he moved to New York, Jay Z, I think it was the BET Awards, and Jay Z went up and premiered that Ace to the Izzo, and I was like, that's Kanye track. So I hit Kanye like, dude. He's like, yeah, Jay, I did one to Benny Siegel. Man, you know, he going off. I'm like, dude, I got to get out there. And, uh, right. Like, what was the point where you were like, yo, I have to film, like, start filming and documenting his career? Well, it, did, did you know off the bat, like, that was when I, Yeah, no, I knew he was, when I, when I went to his house that one time, and now on 95th Street, he riding scooters through the house, like, you know, to push scooters. No, wait, I think it was a motor on them. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was a motor. So he he riding doing that and getting in front of the camera rapping and I was like, yo, he the one. That's when I that's when I was like, he the one. Wow. And then like I say, when he when I heard the Ace it is, I called him and I'm like, I gotta get to New York. And luckily I got carjacked. So in, in Chicago? In Chicago. Because <laughs> I had just bought a condo. That's how, you know, when you have homeowners insurance. If you get carjacked, whatever's in your car, they they reimburse you. So when they reimbursed me for what was in my car, um, I took that money and moved to New York. Wow. So so Kanye being out here, you came out to continue filming and documenting Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what was next? But then, you know, Kanye had the car accident. So when he had that, I remember I talked to his mom, and she went out there, and next thing I know, Kanye calls me. And I'm like, yo, you all right, man? You good? He's like, yeah, man, I'm cool, man. You know, the, you know, at the clock, but man, I came up with this song, man. It's called. Cool. I said, oh, for real? Okay, dope, man. That's that's dope. That's good, man. I'm happy you you still thinking and working like that, man. But um, you all right though? He's like, no, man. I gotta see you. I gotta you gotta hear this song, man. It's crazy. I'm like, okay, yeah. That was, you know, let me let me hear it one day. He just had his jaws wired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like, no, no, no. He started rapping through the wire to me, right? I go to booth birthday interpret. I said, Kanye is all good, man. Don't worry about it. You good, man. I hear when I, you know, later. Oh, you gotta hear it. You wrapped it to me, and I'm like, yo, this dude is insane. He was like, you gotta get to the LA. I'm like, bet. And I flew to LA, and we was day to day. That's when we was really day to day. I do remember the, the first time hearing hearing the the track. Uh, after the track, the the actual music. Yeah, the actual music. When I went there, that's when I heard it. Because he was just rapping and he ain't had a song. But he was like, yo, it's a short corn sample. You know, he was telling me all that. But, you know, that was that was crazy. But that's how I determined. That's how I, that dude is, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, you just got your jaw broke. You just got it wired. And you rapping? And I probably I know I wasn't the only one he called rapping it to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, dude, it was day to day. We was living in the W uh, Hotel and... That Dame at Dame Dash got him the W, so we in that kicking. I'm talking about we now. I told you about the scooters at his crib on 95th that he had, and you know. But 
we had scooters. We had got these scooters with gas scooters. Yeah, like motorized scooters. Motorized, and we in the in the W of our birthday riding through the through the hotel room, <laughs> kicking it right. And I'm talking about the rules smelled like gas for a week. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but no, we had a good time, man. But you know, long story short, he wanted to do the. He we was talking about video. He's watching this hype wins video and hype. Hype was doing the three-quarter inch screens, you know, the letterbox. And Kyle was like, I don't, I don't really like that in videos. And, and, and pardon me, did the um, – was it already – how was it discussed that you guys were going to do a video and collaborate together on Through the Wire? Mm, well, it's just well, when he didn't like the, the three-quarter inch screen and the letterbox, I was like, dude, let's put ours in a, in a Polaroid. Let's make ours look like a Polaroid. Got it. It's this girl and they show me who um, – who I was hanging out with, and she had the scrapbook that I seen. And I'm like, yo, her scrapbook had like Polaroids and had like, um, you know, things she cut out, you know, it was a, like a collage. So I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I, that was my first thought when I when I said that. And um, and Kanye was like, yeah, let's do a whole video like that. I'm like, right. He's like, let's do the, do the wide video. I'm like, right. I said, we could put all the documentary footage that I've been shooting in the Polaroids and that's how we do it. And he was like, yeah, that's how we do it. But we was like, but how do we do it? You know, we like, we had the idea. We like, but how we do it? So I met Chike when they was doing a You Here First on Kanye. This girl, Yasmin Richards, her name was at the time, I forget her maiden, I mean her married name now, but Yasmin, she um, brought us, you know, brought me in because I had all this footage of Kanye and they, you know, produced the year here first. And she was like, I want you to meet, you know, the cool black people on MTV and took me around. And Chike was one of the first that I met. And um, he was doing motion graphics in MTV. And I'm like, yo, this dude crazy with it. So when, long story short, months later, months and months later, when Kanye had accident, I'm out there. I'm like, Chike, let's see if he'll do it. So I call him up. I'm like, Chike, we ain't got no money, bro, but, dude, we got this crazy idea for this video for this Through the Wire song. Chike was like, send it to me. I'm down. I'm like, huh? Bet. Because I just knew he was going to ask for money. He worked at MTV. So <laughs> we sent him. He came up with things, and I went to this editor and got the editing of, you know, the my clips together, you know, and the editor. I'm talking about he, me and him was editing. He yeah, like, this ain't how I go. What do you? I'm like, no, just put that picture right here. Just cut to that. Just get that. You know, I just. And well, I thought when Kanye, Kanye and G. Robinson came in the room after I finished the edit, and I just knew they was gonna hate it. How the me and the editor was going at it, and they was like, oh my god, oh this is so, this is dope. You know, Kanye <laughs> first came be like, oh my god, this is dope. I got to get G. And then he went and grabbed G. G. Robeson came in. He was like, yo, this is dope. This was just the edit. This wasn't like the with the Polaroids and the, all the graphics and stuff that we put on it. And um, then me and Kanye flew to L.A. I mean, back to New York. We was in L.A. Flew back to New York, and we was sneaking the MTV for weeks. So you, Kanye, and Chike, more me. In, in, in Chike and J.I. It was me, it's me, Chike, J.I.V., and my boy J.B. You know, Kaye was doing his thing. He was on, I think, on tour with Kuali or something. And, you know, but he came. You know, he would come. Right. You know, but we, um, I'm talking about we, but what's so crazy, we'd be there till like 4 in the morning, right? Then we all go home, me, J.I.V., and J.B., and Chike had to go back to work <laughs> at, at 8 or so, day to 9 or whatever the time was. 
I felt for him, but dude, that's how I determined we was. Did their premiere on MTV? That's it was right. number one on MTV for I think we broke a record. What was the What was the feeling like when when the video came out? Oh man, it was dope. We had it. We actually screened it um, at the forty forty. Oh yeah, we I, did a big screen that John Monopoly put together, and um, everybody came out. John was John Legend was there, and Dame Dash. Jay Jay wasn't there. Jay Z, but um, the crowd, you know, the whole Rockefeller, Shaka, all of them was there. And, I mean, they just like, yo, this is crazy. And Dame, you know, Dame gave us the money we needed because when we was when we was in MTV, we were, you know, just going up and we was going on to the flame at, at VH1. You know, we was in there just getting it in, but we couldn't get everything right. So we needed a we needed a real person to to you know to make that happen. Uh, um, it's called a flame. We need a real flame artist to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, we got this dude, NT. He he charged us. He was gonna charge us a lot of money, but he was like, "Just give me time." He said, "I like this. I, I like this idea so much. Just give me time." Wow. So Dame gave us the little money we needed, which I know Kanye paid him back. So Kanye really paid for it. But Dame um, gave us the initial, and we made it happen. And it premiered at forty forty, then MTV, then. Kanye was on his way. Did you know at the time why you were making it and when you first heard the record that you were making something that's monumental? Mm, yeah, but no. Because I just, I felt like we was just doing something different. And okay. we like, we got to do something different. That's what Chike lived by. He's like, man, we got to do creative stuff for hip-hop videos like they do for, you know, alternative and rock. And um, so we knew we was doing something different. I didn't think nothing about it, but Channel Zero, is, it it, it it felt like Channel Zero through the wire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like our show, that was our style, so we was just doing it. And, you know, I'm happy that it did what it did. You know what I mean? Oh, I man. felt like it would because anything different, you know, if everybody walking down the street in a black suit, the person in the pink suit, you're going to look at like, yo, who's it doing the pink suit? Right. Everybody else looked the same. So that's what we were on. Thank you so much to our special guest, Cootie Simmons, for stopping by the Silent Giants podcast today. This episode of Silent Giants was recorded at Alley, New York City's number one co-working space. Before I go, I want to say thank you so much to the Silent Giants behind the Silent Giants podcast. Thank you to executive producer Antti Obatitakudo and Samuel Woke, producer Joshua Gwynn, editor Richard Mallory, and videographer Heather Hamilton. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge, signing off till next time.